John Stelver waited. The lights above him blinked and sparked out of the air. There were demons in the base. He didn't see them, but had expected them now for years. His warnings to Colonel Joson were not listened to, and now it was too late. Far too late for now, anyway. John was a space marine for 14 years. When he was young, he watched the spaceships and he said to Dad, I want to be on the ship's daddy. Dad said, No, you will be killed by demons. There was a time when we believed him. Then, as he got older, and he stopped. But now in the space station base of the UAC, he knew there were demons. This is Joson, the radio crackered. You must fight the demons. So John got at his plasma rifle and blew up the wall. He is going to kill us, said the demons. I will shoot at him, said the cyber demon, and he fired the rocket missiles. John plasmaed at him and tried to blew him up, but then the ceiling fell and they were trapped and not able to kill. No, I must kill the demons, he shouted. The radio said, No, John, you are the demons. And then John was a zombie. Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am your dad. With me is... Cool boy Mew. We're still on this gargantuan freaking <laughs> list of anime. One more episode after this, and I, I think we'll be done uh, with uh, 2010, but then we have 2020 to start. We've barely even scratched the surface of all the stuff I want to cover for this podcast. Yeah, and then after 2020, I mean, there's a new season starting right now. Yeah. And after this season, we'll have to do 2021 because the year is ending. Yeah, there's just <laughs> infinite material to cover. I yeah, but almost done. Almost done. So, and I'm actually re reading the manga you wanted me to read. Yeah, well, that's Tezuka's MW. We'll cover that in detail in another episode. Yeah. Um, uh, you wanted Moon Man to be on? No, yeah. just Moon? Uh, yeah, don't use his slave name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the one who introduced me to, like, these Tezuka deep cuts. Mm-hmm. So there's also uh, Buddha, Phoenix, Apollo's song. He, he's got tons of great stuff. I could do multiple episodes on it, but just in the interest of uh, content diversity, I won't force you to, to do a read a whole bunch of Tezuka stuff. We'll cover other material. Sure. But anyway, let's try to put a dent in your list. Yeah, let, let's start. So uh, this episode, we're starting with the drama. So I, I say that I don't like drama, but uh, the, the, there's there, there's been a, a few good shows. Because for me, when, when I think of drama, I think those uh, those crappy... Uh, I, 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 know, I know there's a name for it. Uh, not exactly the the one you know the, the afternoon shit for 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 women who stay at home. Oh, soap operas. Yes, yeah, soap operas. Uh, not exactly that, but I, I know that my I've seen my parents just 
watch really fucking shitty drama. It's like drama on top of drama on top of drama. And it's just, it's just shit. Yeah, parents just don't understand. (laughs) That's what I think when I think of drama. But uh, actually looking at the list of uh, drama anime in the last 10 years, I'm like, "Eh, yeah, there's been a bunch. There's been a bunch that are actually pretty good. So let's go with this. Yeah, this is a good list. So uh, let's start with the Concrete Revolution, Chojin Genso. I feel like I've talked about this recently. See, it's from 2015, meaning we covered this like six months ago. No, but th- th- there's a th- there's a sequel that was in, uh, that ended in 2016. So uh, I-, I don't know. Yeah, why did they leave the letter N off of Revolution? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird, but whatever. Uh, it, yeah, I figure it's just them being fascinated with other languages and messing <laughs> around with them. Yeah, it happens all the time. Anyways, don't don't watch the, those Marvel movie bullshit. Uh, watch this instead. It's about a superhero bureau. Who um, well investigate cases of uh, of superhumans, and uh, uh, what's really good is that in season two, everything that happened in season one just kind of comes to a boiling point, and th- there's some sort of war going on. The main character go- goes a separate way. Uh, fr- from uh, the, the other ca- characters, he may jo- uh, he may join the bureau, and th- this is really a slow burn in season one to have everything come together in season two, and it was just it was just beautiful. I, I loved it. No, I st- still haven't seen it, but I I do have a fondness for superhero cape ships stuff. In spite of how terrible Marvel and DC have gotten in recent years, there are certain things I like about the superhero genre. Watch this instead. There, there's superhero, there, there's literally yokais, there's uh, spirits, there, there's everything. Yeah, so it's like a big grab bag of various... Yeah, there, there's what, even... What do you a, call it? Like there's even... Fictional things. Yeah, there's even a magical girl. Oh, nice. <laughs> So anyways, watch this. It's good. Now, moving on to um, 91 Days. I, I think... I, I, yeah, I gotta stop saying this because we talk about all of these recently. <laughs> yeah, I saw one episode of this. It was good. I should watch the rest. It's only 12 episodes. Yeah, th- th- this is a, um, an Italian uh, mafia drama. Uh, it takes place during the Prohibition era, and this is a pretty darn good revenge story. I'm always fond of revenge stories. This is really a legit uh, um, mafia story. This is not like your usual anime bullshit. This is like really serious, and it, it ranks pretty high. So th- this is one to watch, too. And they're all one to watch. Yeah, there's so much good shit on your list. Yeah, the, the drama has, has some specially good shit. And um, next is Bokudaki Gai Inaimachi, also known as the, 
uh, erased or there's also another name that the town with no name or something like that i, I don't know it, it's like a literal translation of a title but whatever Every, everyone else known knows it as erased so uh, this is the story of Setogu Fujinuma is a 29-year-old manga artist struggling to make a name for himself following his debut, but that was not the only thing in his life that Seto was feeling frustrated about. He has a unique supernatural ability of being forced to prevent death and catastrophe by being sent back to and time before the incident occurred, repeating time until the accident is prevented. One day he gets involved in an accident that has him framed as a murderer. Uh, desperate to save... Uh, the victim he sends himself back in time only to find himself as a grade schooler one month before fellow classmate kayo inazuki went missing Satoru now uh, embarks on a new quest to save kayo and solves the mystery behind her disappearance god damn it she's called inazuki <sighs> okay so so I, I rented recently about the uh, tokyo revengers yeah uh, that it takes the plot literally from this. Well, the main character it tries to save a girl named Ina. So th this yeah, is unlikely to be a coincidence. Yeah, this is not a fucking coincidence. And Tokyo um, Revengers sucked. It, it really sucked. That was a big fat fucking drop. And uh, j j just imagine ima having a delinquent story. Stories and the main character cannot do anything but shit, whine, and getting punched. Something you see pop up in anime quite a bit. Just this spineless weakling protagonist who just gets shit all over. Yeah, but it's just useless. I can't fucking believe how useless the main character is. But anyways, that's a story for another time. Erased. I, I'm talking about that because... The, the the two stories are so fucking similar, but erased completely fucking shits on Tokyo Revengers. Uh, despite Tokyo Revengers being popular, the, the, this is weird, but whatever. But yeah, yeah e e everyone except why on shitbolster.club likes erased. Yeah, I, I don't know why. He he, he, he shat and erased, and then there were like there were like other posters that were like, no, that. that. That's not good taste, man. Yeah, who knows if he was even being serious or not. I, I think was being serious. Well, we'll keep talking shit about him behind his back <laughs> until he hears this episode. <laughs> if he even listens to it. But anyways, Erased is top fucking tier shit. It was really well handled from A to Z. G good fucking shit. Watch it. So next anime. Uh, of course, of course that that that's a, I put this in drama. So we have pretty much literally an anime of the decade right there. Yeah, it's Maho Shoujo Madoka Magica. Good lord, the amount of jar there is in Annihilus, it's action, drama, fantasy, Maho Shoujo psychological thriller. So I, I put this in drama because, uh, yeah, it belongs in drama, I think. So uh, you, uh, you... One of the tags on Annie list is heterosexual. Uh, press X to doubt. <laughs> Wait, really? Where? Yeah, it's only at 20%, so 
a lot of other viewers disagree. Wait, there's Yuri, and then there's... <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's like the last time. Whoa, why is this a tie anyways? <laughs> anyways. Um, and how, how, how do I even explain this shit? Let, let me... Um... Let me just read the synopsis. One night, 14-year-old Madoka Kaname has a terrible nightmare. Against the backdrop of a devastated city, she witnesses a girl uh, fight a losing battle against a dreadful being lingering above. Uh, while a cat-like magical creature t tells Madoka the only way to change such tragic outcome is for her to make a, a contract with him and become a magical girl. The next day, the teen's dream seemingly becomes reality as the girls she saw in her dream, Omura, arrives at Mitakira Middle School as a transfer student, mysteriously warning Madoka to stay just the way she is. But when later on she and her best friend Sayaka encounter the same cat-like magical creature from her dream who introduces himself as Kyube, the pair discovers that magical girls are real and what's more they can choose to become one. All they must do is sign a contract with Kyube and agree to take on the duty to fight abstract beings called witches that spread despair to the human world and and in return each one of them will be granted any single wish they desire however as omura's omen suggests there might be far more to becoming a magical girl than madoka and sayaka realize yeah that's a pretty good teaser that doesn't spoil anything this is only 12 episodes but there's a lot of shit that happens Oh, Jesus. Uh, as I've said previously, do not watch the uh, the, the first two movies first. Uh, the recaps. And recaps movie, oddly enough, they're made for, for people who are already fan of the show. So the recap, it cut things out from the series. So uh, watch them after you've already watched the... Uh, the series however the third movie is new and it's new content it's right. a it's a straight up sequel do not watch the spin-off the the gacha spin-off is a disgusting cash grab but the original is fantastic there's there's a good reason why people are still talking about it a, de a decade later yeah and that's pretty much why it's anime of the decade yeah, we could do a spoilers review of it at, uh, another time, I mean. Do a full episode doing an in-depth analysis of it, because there's a whole lot to cover. Yeah, I, I need to watch it again, though. It's been so fucking long. Yeah, same here. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, this one we we talked about this recently. It was in Full Metal's list, I think. Uh, Sun gets no lion. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Watch it. Let's just move on. All right. Next, Angel Beats. Yeah, Angel Beat. Let me just. Re yeah, it's 2010. Jesus, it just limit. Uh, it started in April. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said in the episode a year ago when we covered this, I had a mm -hmm. roommate in college who tried to get me into this, but I was busy with finals at the time. 
Yeah, f- final sucks. <laughs> you, you you probably will have cried like a baby because I, I I'm always weird during finals time. And yeah. and, th- and this is kind of um, a show that has a lot of really emotional spot. Yeah, fuck school. Everything I need to know, I learned from Jap cartoons. <laughs> God, I, I, I'm really glad I'm out of school. I, I, I couldn't fucking take it anymore. Uh, at least you don't live in Japan where after school you're expected to go slave away in an office for the next 50, 60 years. Well, I'm kind of slaving away in an office, but not actually slaving away, so that's pretty good. Yeah, you get to watch anime while you work sometimes, right? No, no. Well, I, I technically cold, but I, I, I don't want to start this. I, I just put like videos in the background, and shit like this. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, w- the the thing is that uh, I, I, I like actually when I watch anime, I watch anime. I don't do anything else. Of course, I have bad ADHD. So sometimes I just keep posing, coming back. But when I watch it, I fucking watch it. You know, I don't do anything else. Uh, I have a friend who likes watching anime, but he always insists on multitasking. So yeah. Th- he, so he has to listen to a dub, occasionally glance at the screen while he's doing something else on his other computer monitor. Yeah, I, I don't consider this watching, man. You, 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 you just. You you're just putting something in the background. Yeah, I I tried getting him to watch JoJo, but you that makes little sense even when you do pay attention to it. Yeah, so, so uh, it, it didn't really work. Yeah, yeah, you do this to shows like you do, you really don't care about. But if you do this for everything, it's like what was the point, man? J- just put on ASMR or some shit. Well, he's currently watching One Piece. He's about 700 episodes in. Jesus. <laughs> so you know that feeling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, back to Angel Beat. So yeah, uh, Otanashi wakes up in the afterlife to find out he has no memories of his life before death, desperate to survive in a war that could yield another unfortunate fate. He joined the SSS and the battle against Angel, whose very mission is to destroy all inhabitants of this afterlife. As the Tanashi struggles to recover his memory and learn more about this world, he finds out that not all is as it has, as it had seen. It's fun to explore an Eastern concept of the afterlife. As Westerners, if we do think of afterlife, it's either like non-existence or being judged by God. But the East... Easterners see it as like a journey to another world. Where yeah, more, yeah. And more... This one, they're in some sort of purgatory before, uh, before moving on to reincarnation or something else. Yeah, it's a fun concept to work with in fiction. Anyway, this is good shit. Very emotional, and it's uh, it's it's really worth watching. All right, next on our list is B-Stars. Uh, didn't Full Metal talk about that? Yeah, and we've talked about this recently on multiple occasions. It's good. Watch it. Yeah, it's good. Watch it. Let's just move on. Yeah. So, uh, Death Parade. Yeah, another one dealing with the afterlife, but also has uh, 
various games of skill and chance that are incorporated in a way that judges the recently dead. Yeah, yeah, the, the recently dead uh, don't know where they are. Um, th there's some kind of uh, of sh uh, they spawn in some kind of bar where the bartender uh, do, do some some kind of weird games, uh, and then in the end they, they decide uh, whether they're reincarnated or not, and um, and this is really fucking good. Yeah, I only saw one episode, but it was fascinating. I need to watch more. Yeah, that, that, that's why you need to put the anime into movie nights. Yeah, uh, I'll figure out how to encode shit with FFmpeg eventually. All right, so let's move on to uh, Oseki no Kune, uh, Land of the Lustrous. You, you say that this anime gave you, like, uh, nausea or something? Yeah, Land of the Motion Sickness. It, it wasn't bad. I just couldn't handle the visuals. There's something weird about it. Maybe I'm getting old. That's weird. Yeah, I've been watching CG animation my whole life, but this is the first one that <laughs> just did not agree with me. Th that's strange, but th yeah, this one really moves. Uh, this is another by Studio Orange, who also did the Beastars, so the, the 3D is fantastic. And and this show, uh, crazily enough, you finally have a 3D CG anime that actually may, uh, or even cartoon at all, that makes sense of it actually being 3D. There's actually fantastic camera works on this. It actually gonna move like it's a 3D work. Yeah, it's the visuals are definitely well done. And I can recommend this to people. So I'll talk about the plot a little bit. So in the mysterious future, a crystalline organism called Gems inhabit a world that has been destroyed by six meters. Each gem is assigned a role in order to fight against the Lunarian, a species, a species who attacks them in order to shatter their bodies and use them as decoration. Phosphophilite, also known as Phos, is a young and fragile gem who dreams of helping their friends and their war effort. Instead, they are told to uh, compile an encyclopedia because of their delicate, delicate condition. After begrudgingly, I can't, can't pronounce that word, embarking on this task, Phos meets Cinnabar, an intelligent gem who has been relegated to patrolling the isolated island at night because of the corrosive poison their body creates. After seeing how unhappy Cinnabar is, Fuss, Fuss decides to find a role that both of the rejected gems can enjoy. Usikinu Ekshara. So yeah, that, 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 that's a pretty good um, that's a pretty good summary. A synopsis. Yeah. yeah, and because all of the characters are made of these gems, these crystals, uh, the 3D CG makes good use of it. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're really shiny and looks... Uh, they're shiny, sometimes even transparent, and looks really fucking good. Yeah, and if a, like a piece of them breaks off, it looks like a realistic rock breaking. It It's good stuff. I, I noticed that the synopsis is uh, using some kind of uh, 
a, a, a neutral pronouns they're calling them them there however they're clearly fucking woman yeah i mean yeah. they're not they're not human but they're clearly woman yeah humanoid but whatever let's just move on in oh this is by the same guy who made gants and oh there's weird stuff in this it's it has these incredibly powerful emotions yeah, yeah, I'd say this is pretty good. I, I, I'll read the synopsis first. Ichiro Inuyashiki is down on his luck. While only 58 years old, his G- geriatric looks often have him written off as a pathetic old man by the world around him, and he's constantly ignored in this respect by his family, despite all that he's done to support them. On top of everything else, his doctor has revealed that he has cancer and it appears that he has little time left in this world. But just when uh, it seems things couldn't get any worse, a blinding light in the night sky strikes the, the earth where Ichiro stands. He later wakes up, finds himself unskated, but he soon starts to notice that there's something different about himself so just uh, outright say uh, he becomes a freaking robot like the 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 aliens revived him as a robot yeah and stuff gets weirder and more fascinating from there yeah it gets pretty nuts so uh, he ends up uh, fighting villains for good and i'm really glad i picked this up because and then the same season i picked up uh, something called osama game a uh, king's game and man it was just basically torture porn porn it, it, it was just uh, a group a random class um uh, is forced to play into the king's game and then they're given like random uh uh, horrific or not so horrific task and um, if they don't do it there's some consequences and the consequence could be death or it could be something else i don't know uh, and it, it was just dumb it was just like w- watch everyone just turn on each other and i was like but fuck this i dropped that i picked up in yashiki and while there's similar horrific theme i actually feel like the, you know there's actually something going on in in yashiki it, it it's not just random torture porn yeah one of the reviews on annie list says a poignant journey of finding purpose in a neglectful world yes yes i, I agree with that so it this isn't just torture porn even though lots of bad things do happen there's a purpose to it you yes, could, you could say the same about Gantz, at least the manga. I haven't seen the anime. Yeah, since it's the same order, I imagine that uh, uh, there, there there will be some similarities. That is the writing style. Right. Anyways, let's move on. All right. Next is Gyakyo Burai Kaiji, a Kairoku Hen. Yeah, because it's uh, this specific season. Because the the, the previous se- uh, the, the the previous season was uh, before uh, the 2010, so it counts. But you you know Kaiji, you can you can talk about it. Yeah, Kaiji's probably the best gambling manga. Guys, so good. 
Yeah. Um, I've only seen a bit of the anime. I hear it's pretty faithful. Yeah, you can can talk about uh, what you know uh, in the manga, but uh, d don't go uh, more than uh, than this arc with the with the giant pachinko machine. Yeah. Uh, so Kaiji is kind of a loser, but he he gets caught up in the world of just criminal gambling rings, and he finds out he he has a talent for gambling. But it's not this amazing superpower that causes him to win 100% of the time. He's good, but uh, he spends a lot of time thinking about every move he, he needs to make. And yeah, but basically, he's, he's always uh, offering uh, the line between despair and success. He, he... Yeah, it's, it's it. that's a pretty good description. So, um... And the games themselves are always interesting. It's never just straight up poker or or something you would expect. There's always uh, always some strange thing about it. And this one's about a they call it a cursed pachinko machine, but it it's really just rigged. So anyone who plays it loses. But he decides to out cheat the creators of the machine and, and try to win at it. But the stakes are high because he had to go deep into debt just to be have the privilege of playing this. But, but the things he and his friends do to try to defeat this rigged pachinko machine are just endlessly entertaining. God, it was so fucking good. J just watching those goddamn ball roll every goddamn week. You, 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 got, you gotta watch this series. It, it, it's always a high-stakes gambling with really interesting games and uh, it's fantastic I, I really hope we get more eventually this one was painful because it was not um, picked up officially so you, you oh, yeah, it's band subs only yeah yeah i don't know why yeah kaiji's a pretty popular series pro pro probably because season one uh predated the uh, 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 official channels, so oh, they, they, they didn't do season two. That's kind of dumb, but whatever. Because season one was like uh, fall 2007, so yeah. But anyways, let's move on. All right, next on the list is Nagi no Asukara. Oh, God. The, the... <sighs> This was great, but I say this every time. This was great, but I never want to see it again. Yeah, you said it was just emotionally difficult to go through this. Yeah, yes, it, it's uh, this was great, but um, uh, what was the term R R rose something drama? I, I don't know. I you don't, don't don't know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know there's a term for this, but yeah, it was very fucking dramatic. And it's like, mm. but anyways, let, let's talk about this synopsis okay. first. All right, let me read it. All right. Since long ago, human civilization had lived on the ocean floor. However, there were many humans who wanted to live above the surface and they moved to land, creating a fundamental separation between the two. 
after their school closes down, four 14-year-old middle school students from the sea village, Shio Shishio, have to attend Mihama Middle School on the surface. What follows is their struggles to adjust to a new environment and the relationships between the sea and land people, while dealing with their own newfound feelings that have just started appearing with the end of their childhood. Yeah, they, is that accurate? Yes, yes. The, the, this is a romance anime, and it, it gets it, it gets very painful in the drama. Uh, at at the middle of the uh, uh, of the series, there's something major that happens, and I'm not going to spoil it any more than that. Yeah, I I haven't seen any of this, but you've told me good things. It, it, it's good shit, but I never won't see it again. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So let's move on. I think Fullmetal talked about this ping pong the animation. Yeah, this was on his top list. All right, so let's move on. Uh, amazing animation. Absolutely good shit. This is top tier stuff. Watch it. So I'll. Next is Rosen Maiden 2013. Or Rosen Maiden, the Kurzplan, or, or whatever fucking word that is in, a, in German. Yeah, uh, the guy who makes Battle Angel, Alita, he's also in love with the German language. So he's always using phrases that are really hard to translate. Uh, also, probably very hard to pronounce. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, th this is season three of Frozen Maiden. So, you probably want to uh, watch season one and maybe two. Uh, so, I'll, ju I'll just explain the series. Uh, you have this. Um, uh, this artist named, I, I believe it was named Rosen, uh, who, who made uh, how many puppets it is? Six or seven, I believe. And uh, uh, th these puppets, uh, they're, they're alive. Uh, I don't remember. W what w I know it's actually a biblical term. And like they've, like they, golems or something? No, no, no. They, they've they've been given life by something. Let, let, let me get get the the name from Wikipedia or something. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, seven biscuit dolls, which were oh yes, they were uh, powered and given sentience with a gem called Rosa Mystica. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, it it's a it has to do with uh, with the Catholic religion. Oh, we we should ask Moon. He he's not Catholic, but he knows a lot about mystical shit. But anyways, I I had to um, to just point that out. Uh, so uh, what happens is that um, uh, the dolls are at war to become. Uh, the perfect to eventually become the perfect doll Alice, and uh, well, they, they have they, they have to win over everyone else, and to do so, uh, we have the main character, uh, the red doll named Shinku. Um, she she form a pact uh, with a boy, and by forming a pact, she can. Um, by forming a pact uh, with uh, with the ring, 
that the boy have to wear that he's called anyways so they they bow and whatever this is not important there's not it's not really an action anime so don't expect like too, too much action so i'm trying to paraphrase and this is going terribly <laughs> yeah uh i recently read a manga that has a sort of similar premise about oh really yeah about girl uh like these fantastical girl creatures making pacts with regular girls and getting into fights and shit mm -hmm. It was Crimson Grimoire. I've, I've never heard of that. Crimson Grimoire. L l let me look that up quickly. Akano Grimoire, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was okay. It had pretty disturbing amounts of violence in it, which is always rad. Huh. Yeah. But I, I'm always reading hundreds of different manga, always looking for something new. The, 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 the dude this, uh, who did the story in art, uh, he does porn. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense, right. Uh, all right. Anyway, re returning to, uh, to, to Rose and Maiden. Yes, returning uh, to Desu, 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 Desu. Yes, that, that, that's where the, this character is. Uh, well, what's really great about it is, is really, uh, there, there's some sort of, of chill slice of life element of it, of course, but the, the drama was really goddamn good. Uh, what happened is that um, the boy character that, that Chinku forms a pact with, um, he kind of don't want to go to school. He's been bullied out of school. And throughout the season, you see that he, he kind of, uh, get the, the the courage to go back, and th that's what's really fucking good about this. Uh, season season two is kind of weird because it, I believe it's completely filler. But then season three, the one I'm talking about, uh, it's a new story uh, involving a parallel dimension where. Um, the boy the main character never go back to school and we see his future yeah so, not go not going to school for japanese people it's just blasphemy yeah pretty much he has to work like a, a shitty job all, all his life and um well that's what it's about and it's really goddamn good just just like season one also the the opening song is just fantastic one of the best yeah. opening yeah it's fantastic all right so moving on all right next on the list is sakuraso no pet not kanojo god i i love this one this is probably some of the most really table drama you you'll ever see so uh we have uh, this boy what is called uh Surata Kanda. I believe let me just confirm yes Surata Kanda. Uh, what happens is that um, uh, he lives in a, a school dorm however he's kind of been um, collecting stray cats and he's, he's he's been kicked out of his of his dorm 
yes to live instead of instead in the uh, weird kids dorm uh and the weird kids dorm um you've got several weird characters but they're all fucking geniuses they're weird but completely geniuses so you've got uh, uh, this this new foreigner moving in called uh, Mashiroshina. She, she's maybe like half Japanese or something. I don't know. Because she has a completely Japanese name. And um, uh, she's even weirder than the others. She, uh, she It's never explained what she has, but uh, people think it's, it's some sort of autism. She, she basically can't even take care of herself, but she's a painting genius. She came uh, to, to Japan because uh, she fell in love with manga and wanted uh, to create some. That's some intense weebery. <laughs> really. But uh, what's, what's really good uh, in it is uh, the fantastic drama you see, you've got uh, Kanda, who kinds of um, he wants to break in video game, video games, but he's a completely normal dude compared to all these geniuses. So you, you know where the drama is coming from. The the normal dude versus all of the geniuses, and uh, the geniuses have you know problems of their own and. It's just so fucking good. It's so goddamn good I've actually bought the Blu-rays. Yeah, I wish I lived in a dorm full of autistic big titty girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that'd be great in high school. <laughs> but, but yeah, th this is an absolutely fantastic work. Uh, not one to be missed. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. So, Shoujo Kagiki Review Starlight. You've seen one episode of this. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to watch a, an idol series, this will probably be it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah th this is about uh, stage girls who are in a, a high school. I believe it's an, an high school uh, with... Um, well, where they train to become stage girl. And uh, it seems like a completely normal show until the end of episode one, where it it, it completely changes the show. Yeah, it has... Do, stuff, do, do, stuff do, do, I, do I spoil it? Do, do I yeah, talk about yeah, it? Yeah, spoil it. Make the series stand out. Okay, all right. So um, the, 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 main, the main character... Uh, she ends up finding a random uh, elevator where um, she ends up participating in uh, some sort of fight co uh, of, con of contest where uh, all of the girls in her class are participating. Uh, the winner... I'm searching my memory, but basically uh, the winner is guaranteed success while all of the others will just completely lose. They're, they're, they're kind of out of the industry. and Yeah, it kind of describes the entertainment industry in general. Yeah. And 
what really stands out is that the the fights are actually sung. They're, they're, they're singing while they're fighting. And it's fucking amazing. The, 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 the song, the animation, everything, it's just beautiful. Just, it's really one to watch. If you watch it, watch until the end of the episode. Yeah, from the first episode, it, it seemed pretty generic at first, but stuff got pretty weird at the end. So if yeah, that's I, indicative of the rest of the series, I want to watch more. God, it was so good. I, I wish we had a sequel. However, if we have a sequel, unfortunately, it's probably going to be based on the on the shit mobile game. I say shit mobile game because I, I was actually playing it for a while, but it's one of those uh, cancerous RPGs. Uh, RPGs mobile game are the absolute fucking worst. Yeah, did the, it just ask you to dump money into it or what? Basically, I mean, you're, you're be, if you want to do all of the, your daily stuff, you're forced to uh, to fight the PvP a little, and it, this shit just sucks. Good lord, this shit sucks. Yeah, but the anime is worth watching. For sure. Oh yeah, the, the anime is fantastic. J j just, just avoid the game. All right, next on the list is Steins Gate, which I yeah. somehow still have not watched. <laughs> Man, you absolutely should. You, you probably should put it uh, eventually in a movie night. But because this is like second, uh, this is what a second uh, anime of the decade. Yeah, this is extremely highly ranked on everybody's list. This is this was so fucking good. So you, you you've got uh, this group of uh, otaku uh, led by this uh, this weird dude called uh, Okabe uh, uh, Rintaro Okabe, and uh, he, he kind of suffers the, of the chinibio, and and then. Uh, accidentally they discover time travel they can send a text back in time and uh, they, they end up um, being involved with makize kurisu which is the daughter of a, a famous scientist and uh, things goes very fucking wrong from there What's amazing about this uh, this series is that just the the chill uh, the chill and the beginning the chill atmosphere between this uh, group of otaku friends, and then it gets just perfectly serious and you you get all of this techno babble about uh, uh, time travel and the this is this is some of the best science babble I've ever seen. It's actually based on real theories, too. Yeah, it's always interesting when the the writer does some real research into scientific theories and tries yeah. to incorporate them into their fiction. Yeah, and, and they did wonderfully this time around. Like I said, it's the, it's the best science babble I've, I've ever read. The, you, you act, it, it, do, it isn't there to confuse you. It's there to interest you. Right. But anyways, uh, Steingates, I don't think it uh, it needs any more introduction. If you haven't watched it, just watch it. Right, me included. Yes, especially you. <laughs> anyways, moving on to uh, Terraformers. 
especially season one, because season one is amazing. So uh, can you explain the series? You, you've read the manga, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the analyst synopsis is pretty good. All right, can you read it? Okay. During the 21st century, humanity attempted to colonize Mars by sending two species which could endure the harsh environment of the planet to terraform it, algae and cockroaches. However, they did not anticipate the species' remarkable ability to adapt. Now in the 26th century, a lethal disease known as the alien engine virus has arrived on Earth, and the cure is suspected to be found only on Mars. The problem is Mars in the present is overrun by creatures known as Terraformars, incredibly powerful and intelligent humanoid cockroaches that mutated from those originally sent to the planet. The Annex 1 team, consisting of 100 men and women genetically enhanced with characteristics of powerful organisms from Earth, has been sent to Earth on a mission to find the cause of the alien engine virus and to help cu cure humanity, signaling the start of the crew's fight for survival. Oh, yeah, so this series is absolutely fucking amazing. Why did I put this in drama instead of, like, action or anything? Uh, there is a lot of drama and just all the terrible shit that happens to the human crew yes. as they fight the roaches. Yes, and it's the drama that really elevates this. Because what happens is that once they reach Mars, everything goes wrong. They're... Um, They get separated in small group, and they're immediately attacked by a massive slew of cockroaches. And, and then you get flashback of the people fighting, get flashback of their fucking shit lives and what led to uh, them being on, on this expedition. And then you get like flashback. Uh, And then you see them fighting for their life and just succeeding or failing. And then flashback, fight, flashback. It's just perfect. It yeah, was... it, 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 yeah, it makes you feel yeah, for it, the characters before they get ripped apart by cockroach people. God, it, it, it was some of the best fucking drama I've seen. It, it was just perfect direction. Just perfect mix of storytelling and, and action and, and just Oh, this yeah. this is so good. Yeah, I know I mention Battle Angel Alita a lot, but mm -hmm. I, I can tell this is inspired by Alita. Also. Uh, just a good mixture of action and drama and the way it goes into a character's backstory uh, before you see them fight for their lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, but, but when talking about about terraformars with people, the premise sounds ridiculous. You have people with insect powers fighting cockroach people on Mars. Sounds yeah. stupid, but when you actually yeah, watch it, it is so enticing. It is so good. Yeah, this is very B-movie. This is very B-movie, and it's fantastic. Anyways, watch it. Anything else to say about it before we move on? Yeah, make sure you get the uncensored version. Yeah, yeah, because... The, the TV version had some really ugly censorship that just made it borderline unwatchable. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you're on the internet, the uncensored version should be easy to find. Yeah, you grab the Blu-rays anyways. So, moving on to Akunoa 
No Anna. I'll just read the synopsis for this one. Uh, Kesuga Takeo is a boy who loves reading books, particularly Baudelaire's Les Fleurs du Mal, uh, The Flowers of Evil. A girl at his school, Saiki Na Nako, is his muse and his Venus, and he admires her from a distance. One day, he forgets his copy of Les Fleurs du Mal in the classroom and runs back alone to pick it up. In the classroom, he finds not only his book, but Saiki's gym uniform. On a mad impulse, he steals it. Now everyone knows some pervert stole Saiki's uniform, and Kesuga is is dying with shame and guilt. Furthermore, the weird, creepy, and friendless girl of the class, Nakamura, saw him take the uniform. Instead of revealing it was him, she recognized his kindred, deviant spirit, and uses her knowledge to take control of his life. Will it be possible for Kesuga to get closer to Saiki, despite Nakamura's meddling in his dark secrets? What exactly does Nakamura intend to do with him? Uh, yeah, you wanted to uh, hear this for the movie night, but uh, th this is a bad one for the movie night. Why is that? This is a very, very artistic, and this is a very slow burn. Well, I was thinking of playing the 80s anime movie Angel's Egg, which is also just, uh, just weird artistic yeah, shit. Yeah, sure. Sure, but, but this this is 13 episodes of weird artistic shit. Yeah, yeah, chat would probably get sick of it before long. Yeah, yeah. So this is a very acquired taste. Uh, I, in my list, I have something, I believe, something for everyone. There, there's some more uh, art shit. There's some more, like, normie shit. There's, a, there's some more weeb shit. There's something for absolutely everyone. This is definitely something more on the artistic level of things. Yeah, you, you need to compile your list into something that's, like, easy to read. Okay. Oh god, no! That that that's gonna be impossible. That's gonna be too much, I think. Yeah, but you have tons of good stuff. It's just your list is kind of disorganized. Well, what do you mean? I mean, uh, putting it by jar is the best. Uh, the best you can do, really. Well, uh, like before we started this podcast, you were uh, thinking about. Uh, just compiling all of your various lists into one big list and including a short synopsis of each one. Yeah. That's something you still want to do or will this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. cover everything? Yeah. Well, the podcast uh, mostly covered everything already. This is something I still want to do, but this is going to be like a crazy amount of work. And also I got to learn uh, some HTML again. Oh yeah. The, 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 this is the this is the biggest uh, uh, the, the the biggest crap in my um, well, well that's what prevents me from doing this. Uh, there used to be some very fucking easy uh, a, a page maker. They don't exist anymore. Not even WordPress and shit. No, yeah, I can't do WordPress, but 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 WordPress is uh, you don't maintain a WordPress. This is uh, I used to maintain a WordPress, and the the darn thing is a walking vulnerability. Oh, this is a bad idea. 
I, I want to have like simple simple HTML page that like Moon can just host and, and not even worry about like anything. Yeah, that'd be cool if we could uh, put that on the SBC sidebar. Just you want anime recommendations? Look at this. So yeah, I'm still thinking about this. It's just that I'm lazy. I gotta do HTML, and uh, uh, all the the HTML makers have uh, they, they became more complicated than than just like fucking nano web editor from like fucking fifteen years ago or or more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the, the you they used to have like tons of really easy uh, web page maker nowadays. Oof, oof, I don't even know where to begin. But anyways, I couldn't wanna. It, it's um, it, it's made in rotoscope. So basically, uh, you have the actors uh, playing. Uh, uh, playing like it was a TV series and, and then you've got the animator drawing on top of that apparently uh, and the Japanese Blu-rays uh, it also include the live action uh, footage oh it are the actors uh, the same as the voice actors do you know yes yeah, yes I mean it's literally acted live oh yeah that's fascinating to see that process in action uh, the, my first exposure to rotoscoping was the animated Lord of the Rings movie from the 70s. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just rotoscoping has a unique look to it because you're uh, tracing actual movements. So, mm -hmm. it, so if you do it right, it always looks fluid, always looks realistic, no matter what you're doing with it. Yeah, it looks fluid, but uh, on the other hand, it um, it, it looks it always looks uh, kind of bizarre because instead of looking uh, anime like, uh, it, it looks uh, it looks more like real people. So th th this is a very bizarre show to watch, uh, and I think the rotoscope was uh, well chosen because this is a really fucking weird show. This is basically. Uh, in the end, this is about uh, people living boring uh, lives in a boring town where nothing ever happens, and the main characters kind of gets um, gets tempted by uh, the craziness. You, you'll see what I mean when uh, you watch it. But this is a very peculiar one, and it won't please everyone. Yeah, I've heard good things about this. I've just never seen it. All right, so moving on. Moving on to Citrus. Citrus. I talked about this recently. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 this this is a Yuri show. Uh, you've got, uh, I'm just with the synopsis, fashionable and friendly Yuzu Ayara is ready to face her brand new school and find her first love. The only problem, it's an all-girls school. Determined to make a good impression and lots of friends, Yuzu puts on her best look. She's a Gyaru. Uh, only to wind up in trouble on day one, because this is kind of a really traditional school. Uh, after a close encounter by the beautiful yet harsh student council president, May, and having her phone confiscated, Yuzu is losing hope that this will be a perfect high school story. But nothing compares to the shock when 
she gets home to find out May is her brand new stepsister who suddenly kisses her with her heart beating wildly and her emotions a complete mess Yuzu wonders something is she falling for me torn between being a good stepsister and dealing with her feeling Yuzu does everything she can to become close to me but can she melt the ice around May's heart and heal the pain she hides because uh, May uh, kind of has a fucked up story so she keeps uh, yeah. flip flip flopping yeah, on on any list, uh, there's threads. People arguing about whether the rape ta tag should be removed or replaced with a more accurate term or left in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I don't. I'm not sure. Does that? Um, yeah, just watch it. J just watch it. I'm just gonna leave right. it at that. All right, watch this Lesbo rape series. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy sugar life. Uh, Seto Matsuzaka is a beautiful high schooler who has a reputation for being permissive with men. However, a chance encounter with a young girl named Shiokube makes Seto realize that this is her first and only true feeling of love. Telling others that she lives with her aunt, Seto secretly shares an apartment with Shio. Despite her innocent appearance, Seto is willing to do anything to protect her beloved, resorting to desperate measures to ensure that their happy sugar life remains intact. No, there, there's nothing lewd going on. And uh, this is a Yandere story. Oh, so it has pedo shit and Yandere. I hate it. No, no, no pedo shit, nothing. It's it's kind of like a, a childish, um, innocent depiction of love. Like, there is yeah. literally nothing going on. Yeah, an innocent depiction of love is pretty refreshing, actually. But it is I, refreshing. I say that after decades of being just festooned with fucked up hentai stories. <laughs> So yeah, this is why this story. This kind, this this was a fresh, a fresh look at this, and Yandere's stories are always pretty good. So it kind of, um... but yeah, watch it. It, it it's not what it first seemed. Like this is this is just an innocent story, but uh, with a yandere, so things turns a little wrong. Yeah, and the any list recommendations are full of other pink-haired yanderes. I'll let the viewer uh, look at those <laughs> if if they wish. Yeah, I think this is a good decent recommendation for this. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, to Rainbow, was it? Uh, yeah, 2020. So, Rainbow, can you explain it? Well, synopsis is short and sweet. It says, seven teenagers in 1955 have to learn to live together in the same hold of the reformatory of Shonen. Uh, confined in a hall where suffering and humiliation are daily, they are waiting for a ray of hope in a dark, incarcerating world. The story follows their life together and how they move on afterwards. So th this is young men who are uh, put in prison, usually for bullshit reasons, and uh, while tr trying to endure their hardship, uh, they form a lifelong friendship. 
And I won't spoil anything after that, but... Yeah, but basically, uh, these kids are uh, the direct generation after uh, World War II, after the bomb tra- dropped on Hiroshima. So uh, Japan is in a shit state, and uh, they're completely fucked. Yeah, this is a story about just uh, how Japanese willpower can triumph over hardship. <laughs> well, this is all anime, pretty much. Yeah, this really gets into it though, because there's a lot of, a lot of suffering going on. But like all, all of our protagonists manage to, to work together and overcome the, their shitty lives. So this is good shit. Watch it. Yeah, and uh, the the manga is almost completely translated in English. Just in, nice. In the past couple of weeks, there's been a group that's uh, trying to finish it off, and I've been reading those. Nice, nice. Anyway, let's continue. Moving on to real life, the story follows Kaizaki Arata, a 27-year-old jobless man who fails at every job interview he had after quitting his last company. His life changes after he meets Yoaki Ryo of the Real Life Research Institute, who offered him a drug that can change his appearance to 17-year-old and become a subject in an experiment for one year. Thus, became, uh, thus he began his life as a high school student again. So uh, basically, uh, Real Life, uh, the Research Institute puts him back in high school for one year and, uh, to basically uh, uh, get get back some social skills and uh, once he's done he's is uh, guaranteed the uh, work or something and man this was pretty good uh, it, it it's pretty high on my list because th- there is a reveal at the end of the series that is just perfect the reveal is goddamn good. Like, you have to see it for yourself. So he gets to be 10 years younger, learn how to stop being a Spurg, and he gets a good job afterwards. Yes. So, this is like every Japanese person's dream. <laughs> pretty much. So let me check if I didn't put this twice. Nope. Uh, perfect. So the next one is I, I've put this in, in drama because it gets uh, it gets a bit dramatic later on. It, it could be like in a light comedy for the beginning, but I I don't know. It, it's comedy drama, so I didn't know where to put it. So it's Yari Oreno Session Love Come Wa. Match Machigateru. Uh, also, the whole thing is animated. It's uh, the name. The English name is My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. Uh, I feel like I've talked about this like six times. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just. That's the end of your uh, drama yeah, list. Yeah, it's my, my my end of my drama list. I, a, I'm not, a lot of good stuff. I, yeah, I don't want to talk about this again. So lots of good stuff. Um, what other category we can do for now? Uh, dude, I woke up with a sore throat and I thought, oh, do I still want to record this episode? And I thought, yeah, my <laughs> voice is really gravelly. No one can tell. But over the past 
hour. My my throat has just been hurting more and more. We, we we gotta do at least one more category, or else we have too much to do for the next episode. Maybe best oddity. All right, best oddity. All right, best oddity. That that's a good list. It 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 just some really fucking weird shit that you won't find any anywhere else. So let's start with Enzimi. How do I even explain this shit? So let me guess if uh, if no, there is just simply no good synopsis. Let me just read it. Matsutaka Nanako is a normal university student who happens to enroll in an abnormal psy. A physiology seminar. She tries to keep her mental state sound, but other abnormal classmates starts to influence her personality. Good fucking lord. How to even explain this shit? So the abnormal physiology, uh, physiology they, uh, they, 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 they study, they study weird, weird sex shit. So at some point, one of her classmates uh, literally have uh, one of those egg vibr- vibrator in there while they attend other classes. Oh, this uh, is just like my Japanese animes. <laughs> another episode, uh, you have another classmate just fucking stealing random uh, uh, underwear that are drying out. And this is all the, the all for the sake of actually writing paper on abnormal physiology. So th- this is a really fucking unique anime. You, you won't find it, it, it anything like it. So j- just watch it. And this is also, I believe, is it a short? There's two OVA, but there's also a a, a series. I believe, yeah, it's it's a twelve minute short. So so just fucking watch it. All right. Next on the list is Nanbaka. Ah, Nanbaka, man, this is a really weird one. I'm going to read the synopsis. Four men are assigned to the prison. Jugo, uh, a man who attempted to break out of prison and ended up extending his jail time. Uno, a man who likes to gamble with women. Roku, a man who likes to get into fight. And Nico, a man who likes anime. So we have uh, uh, four bros who just uh, constantly attempt to uh, to break out of prison, but they always end up uh, get, getting caught by the, by the warden one way or another. So it it starts out as one hundred percent a comedy, and it was actually a, pre, a pretty decent comedy. However, as the season went on and it went into season two, it uh, it, it goes into a joke battle shonen arc. It's funny, and then it eventually goes into some slight drama with the main character, and then it goes into like. Sh- a real battle shone in light, and it just—I've never seen anything like this. I—I uh, I know uh, this is nothing unusual for manga. There's a few manga that actually does this. I know that Itman Reborn uh, actually starts out at, uh, as a comedy and goes into full battle shonen. I know that Watamote starts as a comedy and then ends up being a yuri. 
Uh, I know, I believe Rosario Empire actually does this. However, none of these has been, has had their shift animated like this one has. Uh, yeah, when we talked about this previously, you definitely sold me on it. Yeah, th this is really strange shit, and I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, um, one of the reviews on Annie List says, it's wacky, it's zany, it's sparkly, it's utterly ridiculous at some points, and deep and thought-provoking at others. Yeah, yeah, th th it's kind of weird, but you, you've got like a... a a pure comedy that transformed into battle shonen slash drama, and it's like, eh? what? what? What the fuck is this? Yeah, sounds interesting. Anyways, moving on to Dumbbell Nankilo Motere. Yeah, yeah cute girls lifting cute things. Yeah, pretty much. This is a spinoff of Ken Ganashira. Yeah, but they're. There's very little fighting in this. It's all spurging out about weightlifting and nutrition and just trying to improve general health uh, through these fictional characters. Yeah, so, so we've got this uh, Gyaru, uh, Ibiki. Uh, she, she really enjoys food and uh, she's kind of uh, getting a little fat. Uh, and she makes a very unlikely friend, Anojo-sama, who just loves uh, muscle training and uh, they end up going to this gym with uh, and, and they get some weird trainer that uh, constantly uh, breaks out of his uh, sweater uh, and when he breaks out of his sweater he's like three times as large as he was in a sweater <laughs> yeah yeah typical he looks like a typical scrawny anime teenager, but really, he looks like two Schwarzeneggers glued together. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and he just loves showing up his muscle. So th this, is, this is really strange. This is like a, a chill slice of life uh, about uh, training. This is also a nice comedy, and it has some uh, nice, etchy moment. But this is also a legit educational um, anime about, uh, well, muscle training. There's, there's actually legit exercise in this. Yeah, this is pretty well researched. Uh, with the various exercises and uh, the food the characters eat, it gives on-screen info about it. Yeah, and this is not just like some some just random informative stuff. Like let's just say Yemen Susume had some episode about actually buying uh, hiking uh, equipment. This is actually all the anime is informative. This is just like not one or two one off episode. It's all the anime is like this. Uh, yeah, also, it's, it's entertaining, educational, and arousing. Yes, uh, also avoid the uh, uh, official release for this. Uh, do, not watch do not watch on Funimation because they don't do a proper typesetting. Because what happens is that there is a lot of uh, on-screen text, and you at least want to see 
the text not being on the fucking bottom of the screen, but being at the very least next to uh, to the freaking words. Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's by Funimation, does it have girls complaining about patriarchy or some <laughs> shit? I don't know. I, I didn't see the dub. It's probably shit. But, but yeah, the uh, black-haired girl really loves patriarchy. <laughs> yes. She wants to be dominated by patriarchy. Yes. She she loves muscle, man. So, so anyway, let's move, let's move on to a frame arm girl. Uh, did I mention this in another episode? I, be, I, I Yeah, I think I moved this. I think I decided uh, to move this. Yeah, my, my, my uh, list of yours must be out of date because I don't have Frame Arms Girl under oddity. Yeah, I, I, this... I, we just I, talked I, about it last episode anyway. Yeah, I put this in Slice of Life. I decided to put this in Best Oddity because it is. So uh, moving on, uh, 18 if... Yeah, uh, this this was a good one. I need to watch more of this. Uh, I'll just read this synopsis. Aruto Tsukishiro wakes up in a dream world and sees a mysterious girl named Lily. Following this, he meets a man named Kenzeki and learns of the existence of witches. From there, from here on, entangles them and all sort of fancied. 18F is a part of a multi... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, this is based on a virtual a mobile game and a virtual reality game, but I've never yeah. heard of these games. Uh, that might work, because, you know, this is about waking up in a dream world and encountering all sorts of weird people and weird locations. Yeah. I, I can uh, see that working in a VR game. Oh, for sure. So uh, what happened is that... Uh, uh, the man named Kenzaki uh, is a is a professor, and he, he's searching for uh, his daughter in the dream world. Because what uh, what actually happens is that this dream world is um, th- there are people in coma. Oh, I only saw the first episode. I wasn't aware of that, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, the witches they talk about. Uh, they're they're basically uh, girls who are stuck in a coma, and they try uh, to actually liberate them from their coma. And uh, every episode is completely different from each other. Sometimes, like a completely different feeling, and sometimes a completely different animation. This was good shit, and it it's well defensively worth a watch. Yeah, I need to watch more of this. So, all right, so moving on to Megan Ibu, I have literally n- never seen anything else like this. Yeah, uh, the, the synopsis is, <laughs> doesn't help much. The story revolves around a group of five glasses wearing high school boys and their passionate relationship with glasses. That's it. That's the show. It's glasses, bro, doing glasses thing. Like, how does that work? I don't know, like, everything you do is about fucking glasses. Like, the, 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 uh, Megan Ibu, the, this is literally, uh, the glasses club. Uh, and this is about the, the, the glasses wearing guys and the glasses club. And they do glasses thing. It's fucking dumb and I loved it. I, I've never seen anything like this. 
This this just just weird. Is it like a celebration of fixing bad eyesight or what? How how does it work? I don't know. There's just some really strange shit. Like in their club, uh, there's some dude uh, who doesn't actually need glasses, so he wear glasses, but they're fake glasses, and they keep shitting on him. Oh. He doesn't actually have bad eyesight. It's just fashion for him. Yes. Yeah, so, fucking, so fucking poser. Yes, actually. That, that's what happened. It's so fucking weird, but I, I've never seen anything anything like this. It's just so so dumb, so so crazy. How do you make like an enemy about glasses? This is how. Oh, I know just the song to include in hey, this if episode. You want. If you want. It's not from anime, but it is about hipsters wearing uh, empty frame glasses as a fashion statement. All right, so let's move on to uh, Sesame-san a Ganbaranai. Oh. oh, my fucking... Uh, how do I explain this one? I couldn't explain it the last time. I probably still can't explain it. Yeah, let me read the synopsis. All right. The Japanese call them... Hikikomori, people who have been so withdrawn socially that they refuse to leave their homes for weeks and even months at a time. For Sasami Tsukuyomi, who's attempting to pass her first year of high school despite being a shut-in, it's more than just a word. Fortunately, though, she lives with her older brother, Kamiomi, who just happens to be a teacher at the school Sasami is supposed to attend, not to mention her brother's surveillance tool, which lets her view the outside world via her computer and will, theoretically, allow her to readjust to interfacing with people again. What it mainly does, however, is let her view her brother's interactions with the three very odd Yagami sisters, who inexplicably seem to have had their ages reversed and have various types of interest in Kamiomi. And then things start to get really weird. Magical powers, everything turning into chocolate, is life via the web warping Sasami's brain, or is the universe that's going crazy? Okay, so so basically the, the three sisters, uh, they're talking about, they're actually gods. And then the, the one with the, the black hair, she actually transformed into a fucking robot. And um, uh, uh, or Sesame's brother, you never see his face. He's always has his face like hidden into something in a TV or whatever. And for, for some reason, uh, he, he really loves his sister and he wants to bone her or something. And, and then it just, uh, this, this might be spoiler, but whatever. It just ends up that they're, they're actually, uh, uh, in reality, part of a cult. Uh, based around them and it's like what the fuck's going on this sounds interestingly weird i need to watch this this is like weird for me to see uh this was animated by shaft and this is like pure shaft bullshit yeah i can dig it uh moving on to to be hero uh and i'm not even gonna try to pronounce the the chinese name yeah this Uh, is an actual chinese cartoon yeah, uh, this is a, sh- a short. So, handsome, divorced, and with a teen daughter living with him. Our hero is a bad father who works as a toilet seat designer. One day, as he was in the toilet, he, fa- he found himself sucked into the toilet seat, and he is given the important task to save the planet. 
the price of uh, being a superhero is quite huge. This good-looking guy is transformed into an, an ugly dude with superpower. To protect the heart and his daughter Min, his fight is about to begin. And uh, he ends up, uh, instead, uh, he has to live with uh, his, uh, his neighbor, who is uh, a huge pervert, and th this shit is just weird. It's just weird, weird shit after weird shit after weird shit, and it's well worth watching. This is a crazy short. You, you never know what it will throw out to you. Yeah, I love weird shit, and this was high on my list of weird shit I want to watch. So, all right, so moving on, uh, I, I decided to put this into oddity. It's a Pentian stalking with Garbell. This is this is weird. Hey, can you read the synopsis? Yeah. Pantheon Stalking, the Anarchy Sisters, are two nasty-ass angels who got booted from the pearly gates for being foul-mouthed bitches. Now they spend their nights blowing up ghosts in the seedy abyss between heaven and earth. Panty likes sex, stalking likes sweets. Their afro-sporting main man garter belt has a fetish we can't mention. Together, they're turning the mean streets of Daten City into a buffet of bodily fluids. Goats don't stand a chance against their lingerie of mass destruction. And if this debaucherous duo can collect enough heaven coins, they just might get their halos back. It's a slim chance in hell, but anything can happen when you're ruling commando, especially with panty and stocking. Yes, so the, the last episode of this is also known as um, the, the time Gainax ruined Christmas. Because, because the episode released on Christmas... And it has some sort of fuck you Gynax ending. Yeah, this the animation style is reminiscent of uh, 90s Cartoon Network shows like Johnny Bravo and Dexter's Laboratory and Powerpuff Girls. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, it, it was most definitively made this way because Trigger, her most definitively massive cartoon fan, and it shows. Yeah, uh, the content is pure filth, though. Yeah, pure field. Uh, I, I believe and the director, some staff said uh, they, they tried to get away with as much as they could. Uh, also, the, the girls, uh, ap apparently you can't swear on TV in Japanese, but you can swear in English. So the girls keep swearing in English. Yeah, it's fun swearing in foreign languages. And and yes, yeah, so so th this is some crazy bullshit. Every episode of their friends, it 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 does, cr like it's just crazy. At some point, they they do a transformer parody, and the the two main character transform to fucking robots. It, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, this is just pure anime madness, and I love it. <laughs> well worth watching. So if you haven't seen this yet, this is most definitely worth it. Yeah, I could probably play this for movie night sometime. I'm sure chat oh. would love it. Oh, sure, sure, chat will love it, I think. So, all right, so moving on to Chokado Girl uh, 116. Also known as the English title, it's Amazing Stranger. So the synopsis, the story began when Nona, a bishojo character, figured that the young male otaku office worker, Aruto Brut, suddenly comes to life and begins moving and talking on her own. The slapstick romantic comedy centers in the daily life in Aruto and Nona. So he ends up having even more waifu figurines that... Um, 
come to life and it's actually kind of a it's actually kind of a romance show with uh, goddamn f- figurines is there hot gluing <laughs> unfortunately not no can't show that on japanese television no but the, the, this is the um... I actually kind of like this. This is weird, so put this in oddity. But this is absolute neck neckbeard shit. Yeah. How does it compare to Frame Arms Girl? This is two very different kind of show. Frame Frame Arms Girl is ends up being like a really chill slice of life. This is more like um, uh, this is actually more of a romance show. Is there a romance between humans and toys? Yes. The love that dare not speak its name. So anyways, moving on. I've actually also put it in best of the Akunoana. Yeah. Because this is fucking weird. And, uh, well, the, the list is going to end in a wet fart because there, I've also put Nazono Kenojo X. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I had this in best romance anime. So uh, that's it. That's it for best entity. I might add some stuff later, but uh, we'll cover this later. Yeah, the lists are still a work in progress, but I'll post what I have publicly so I can put it in the show notes for people to look at. Perfect. So, all right. So, uh, any video game you've been playing? Uh, I finished Ease 9. Nice. Uh, like I said before, it's a lot of fun, but it, it, is, <laughs> it, it is too easy, but there are... Uh, higher difficulty levels, and I'm thinking of replaying the game. Yeah, you, you couldn't start on art, on art or something. Uh, you can, but I just want. I always try the normal difficulty when playing games because I don't know yeah. what I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, what I do usually is that I, I go check the op- the opinion on- online because some game you can change the difficulty. Some others you can, but the problem is that I'm not really having fun with a game that's too easy. And the problem is that uh, lately, normal mode is like literally easy mode. So uh, yeah, I I don't think I got a game over a single time when playing it, and I had a 24 hour play time. Yeah, for 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 years it's not normal. I think. Yeah, and it, it, I even beat the optional super boss on the first try. It was. N- <laughs> It was just effortlessly easy. Just mash buttons. That's disappointing. Yeah, it was easier than the normal final boss. That is very disappointing. Yeah, maybe if I play it on higher difficulty, I'll have to actually use strategy. All right. It, it is a fun game. It's worth your time and your money. I'll consider it eventually. But uh, anything else? No. Uh, you wanted to talk about Actraiser remake, right? No, yeah, Actraiser Renaissance. Uh, it, it's been announced and released on the uh, Nintendo Direct last Thursday, and I bought it immediately because I'm a massive Quintet fan. Yeah, cool. I played I played Actraiser and uh, Soul Blazer a lot when I was a kid. So uh, it's actually a good remake, but uh, with something weird, uh, it looks like shit. <laughs> All right, but does it? How does it play? It plays amazingly. Like yeah. the, the, this is one hundred percent. 
this is 100% an improvement in the original. Every yeah. single facet of it. Yeah, and what does it change? Okay, so first I'm going to have to explain Act Razor. So uh, Act Razor, you play as God and you have to defeat the forces of Satan. Of course, uh, uh, because it was the 90s, it's been cha changed to the Master and the Lord of Light uh, against uh, Tanzra. And actually, the new version uh, keep that tradition. Uh, but I mean, this is obviously God. This is God. The, 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 there's no like, there's no arguing and this is god so uh basically uh, you were this god that um, travels in some sort of a um, floating island it looks like olympus and uh, you have this um, uh, this subordinate uh, this angel working for you so what happens is that uh, you choose a town to liberate you have a small stage and you defeat the boss then the town is liberated um so you get a platforming stage and uh, this, this is a platforming action game once the town is liberated you get into some sort of weird uh, sim game uh you play as the angel and you um you protect uh, your village from uh, from demons that are flying around. Uh, yeah, the game's you... like half SimCity and half uh, action platformer. Yeah, kinda, but I wouldn't call it SimCity because you you don't actually build a city. The city is built automatically. Uh, you you just uh, use your godly power. To remove uh, obstacles in the way, like uh, trees, march, etc. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, maybe it's you, more like populous. I, I have yet to play this. Actually, uh, I I have the cart. However, my fucking CRT uh, cut the bottom of the screen, and I cannot see the messages. Oh, unplayable. Yeah, yeah that could be obnoxious. So yeah, so um, so yeah, uh, the city population um, helps uh, augment the uh, master's power, and uh, it gives you basically more HP. The more population you ends up having, so it gives you level up. And however, uh, everyone loves the sim mini game. But genuinely, there's nothing to do. It's it's really, really, really easy. Um, uh, there, there's some sort of small story, and then once uh, you're finished with it, uh, once you've reached the end, you uh, do the second stage of the area, and uh, and then you and then the town is fully liberated, and you move on to the next town. Uh, yeah. I like the action sequences better than the town sequences in this. Well, that's good because in the original, you can impute a cheat to play professional mode. It's an order mode, and you play only the 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 platformer stages uh, without the sim mode. And then there's Act Razor Two, 
that is only platforming stages and I have it and it's hard as fuck. I can't even beat the first fucking level. Yeah, I was going to mention like Act Razor 2 is all action levels, but it is ultra freaking hard. <laughs> it's ultra hard. But uh, yeah, so uh, what about the remake then? Okay, so uh, the remake is it's it's pretty painful. Uh, you've got your platforming stages. And uh, as far as I remember, I think they're exactly the same. And uh, you've actually got more moves. Like, you, you can actually uh, combo your sword. You've got... Um, uh, you, you've also got... A, 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 how do they call it? Uh, this is some kind of dodge move where, where you... Um, uh, where the master just uh, yeah backstep uh, and the backstep have some crazy amount of invincibility time so you can probably abuse this a lot and uh, you you can actually replay the stages whenever you you want which is really good because in each uh, stages they actually hid uh, new items where um uh, th there's three golden statues to find in every stages, which actually g gives you uh, 10 HP and some M MP each. So you want to have these to uh, strengthen up as much as possible. And uh, they're pretty good. However, the action stages looks like fucking shit. Yeah, like what, they did. What's wrong with the visuals? Uh, it looks like a cheap mobile game. Oh, that sucks. Y yeah, yeah, it looks terrible. And then there's the enemies uh, and the master. They're actually 3D model that has been put into sprites and has been pixelized a little. A and then everything around you, uh, the stages itself, uh, it's all made in some sort of a weird pre-rendered uh, graphics. And man, it looks like shit. This is really weird. It looks like shit, however, it plays magnificently. It plays really yeah. well. Yeah, I need to check this out because I like the original. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the first area... Uh, this is the one that uh, that looks the worst. Once you start going into cave, castle, etc., the, the graphics seemingly improves. It's just that the forest looks like shit. And, and also, you, you start getting used to it. Uh, and then, they also have improved the sim area. The sim area, everyone loved it, but it was honestly pointless. It was very easy. Uh, even if it was pleasant. Uh, what they've done is that they've actually um, put more of a story, and it's actually well-written. And yeah. every, and also, and uh, your angel actually... Uh, uh, the angel is very smug, and uh, he's really funny. He has his own... Uh, well, he talked with the villagers, and... Um, and each town, there's now a hero, a town hero, because they have actually added some meat to the um, uh, to the sim part. Uh, you actually have a, a, ba a tower defense minigame. 
Man, this sounds pretty rad. Yeah, and the tower defense minigame, while it's still relatively little, it, it just had the, some meat that was missing from the mode. And also, if you put it on hard, uh, you can change difficulty anytime. Uh, the the sim mini game can get pretty hard, like it kicked my ass several times. However, you don't mind because the uh, the the tower defense mini game, uh, yeah, it's short. It's just like three minutes or something. Yeah. So if you fail, you don't care. You, you try again. Three minute like tower defense. Does that feel like a mobile game? Well, it is also on, on mobile. Oh, how did the how do you do the action sequences on a mo mobile phone? Uh, very, ba very badly, probably. I mean, there's controller now, but f fuck controller for Android phone. Get it on Steam, get it on Switch, whatever. Yeah, I need to play this. Uh, but yeah, I also forgot. Uh, you, you know how you uh, seal monster layer and the sim uh, and the sim part. Yeah, they have actually added small action sequences yeah. to these. So there's actually some sort of uh, mini boss to beat when when you, you seal each layer. And if you put it on hard, uh, they actually can kick your ass, but they're only 60 seconds. They're like quick. They're, they're really quick. So I really recommend playing on hard because um, the, the game's everything about the game is kind of short. The, the tower defense will kick your ass, but it's only like three minutes lost. So, and then the, the layer ceiling parts, um, if you don't put it on hard, they're going to be really fucking easy. And then there's the stages. And, well, the stages are also pretty short. So just play on hard, get your ass kicked until you finally do it. Because, or, because unfortunately, it's one of those games that there's no balance difficulty. It's either the game's too easy or the game's going to kick your ass several times. Yeah. Man, this sounds pretty rad. Yeah, this is really good, but unfortunately, due to how shit it looks in the action sequence, I can't... Uh, it's too expensive, I think. Uh, the price is really... They went overboard with it. Yeah, what's it cost? It, it's like 30 bucks. It's like 40 Canadian. I was like, Jesus, man. That, that, that's a bit much for this. So, uh, buy it if you want, or wait for a sale. But it's good shit. It's actually a good remake, which which makes it all more the shame for how shit this looks. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to find a good screenshot of it I could use as a episode pick, but yeah, I'm not seeing any. Uh, maybe <laughs> there's some like promotional art that looks better. Yeah, well the. Uh, the, the visual novel parts are are pretty good with the uh, with with the anime character art that looks that that looks golden. There's also the sim part that doesn't look all bad. It's just that the the action sequences parts are ju they just look like garbage. Yeah. But you you get used to it. So uh... yeah, this game looks freaking cool. I need to get this. Yeah, I love it. I just finished Blood Pool, and I'll continue enjoying it. I, I'm playing on hard because, or else, that the game's too easy. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so, so just enjoy having your ass kicked yeah. because everything about this game is short. So y you just keep going at it, and and you'll do it eventually. 
All right. Yeah, I. That's Act Razor Renaissance. I need to get this. Good shit. Um. No, I haven't been playing anything else. Well, I've been playing. I've also bought uh, Arcade Archive uh, Soldam. Yeah, and what's in that? Uh, it's a puzzle game. I've actually bought the Switch game Soldam, uh, which of course was based on the old arcade game. There was also like a Game Boy port or some shit. Uh, it's a puzzle game where uh, you you drop some sort of uh, of colored berries, and um, Every adjacent berries um, convert to the color depending on if it's sandwiched between a color. Uh, you really have to play to understand it because so it's hard it, to explain. Is it like Puyo Puyo? No, no. It, it, it's really uh, it's really a game where the, the pieces change color, and that's that's the main thing about it. And uh, the the remake on Switch was pretty good, except that it was missing an ar- uh, an arcade mode. And this, uh, well, the arcade release and Amster's arcade archive actually has the arcade mode that I've actually been craving. Yeah, uh, can you give me a link to more info about this? Soldam, uh, Soldam. Yeah, I'm just gonna link you the, the the fucking remake on Switch. Oh, also, if you go on GameFAQ and the cheat the code version for the Switch uh, remake, you'll see that yeah. I, I have entirely filled the 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 cheat section. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm glad GameFAQ still gets updated because a lot of games have, uh, the info has been replaced with wikis. Yeah. Let let me link you, link to you. So wait, Soldam. So yeah, I've linked to you the remake, but of course I'm I, I'm talking about the arcade game. But just check, just check this. Check, check this section game fact. Check who actually filled all this shit. Oh, nice. Contributed by Cool Bunyu, contributed by Cool Bunyu, contributed by Cool Bunyu. Basically, nobody fucking played this shit. So, I, uh, because what happened is that, uh, and, and the remake, there's some kind of weird mechanism uh, where um, you can actually equip some kind of pet and then your pet can evolve while you're playing. However, uh, the pet. Have uh, sometimes some really fucking obscure unlock requirement, and uh, to discover some of these requirements, I had to go to the developer's website, City Connection, and then skim their live stream to actually get some information in Japanese. Uh, to then, I had to work on translating to understand how to unlock this fucking shit. So, so I did all the work so you don't have to. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at your other contributions on GameFAQs. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you updated uh, info for Cave Story 14 years ago. 
Yeah, oh yeah, uh, the, the thing is that uh, the um, uh, they refused to put it. To, the, there was no entry for Cave Story, yet there was some entry for some fucking piece of shit the parody game that was not very good uh, they put some sort of fucking um uh, fan fan made all all over uh, uh, um pl- platformer bullshit that they've put on the website and then i was like dude why, why won't would you put fucking cave story it's a fucking legendary game yeah i was playing it in 2007 I, yes i wasn't looking up the game facts entry though. Yes, yeah, so uh, we started a petition and we finally we finally did it. And there you go. I, I also uh, they were missing Captain Crunch Crunchling Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> I I loved that shit as a kid. Yeah. I got it in the serials and fuck, I played so much. Uh, but but yeah, anyways. That, that that's about it for today <laughs> yeah let's wrap this up all right so uh i think one more episode left if we give it a, a slightly bigger episode next time yeah yeah that'll be good and yeah. then after that we can finally move into 2020 which i shall fucking start the uh, uh i shall finish writing and uh, yeah, i'll let you handle it yeah, and I also continue reading MW. Yeah, and, um, maybe on two two weeks from today we could review MW. Sure. I'll ask on the Fediverse if uh, Full Metal and Moon want to join us. Sure. I ask immediately because the Full Metal will uh, will not do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy ass beaner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so join the Fediverse. It's really fun. Yeah, get on the Fediverse. It's the best thing on the internet. All right, see you later. Goodbye. Got on the train from Cambridgeshire. Moved down to an East London flat. Got a mustache and a low cut vest. Some purple leggings and a sailor tat. Just one gear on my fix it bike. Got a plus one here for my gig tonight. Just a pair of empty frames Dressing like a nut, although I never got the grades I remember when the kids at school would call me names Now we're taking over their estates
running my own magazine and it's all about my balls. We're putting on this rave and this abandoned mosque and all the proceeds 